It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. At National Capital Bank, we're committed to providing personalized service, tailored solutions, and a sense of community. And with our proactive approach to security, you can trust that your money is in good hands. Visit nationalcapitalbank.bank to learn more. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. (laughs) All right, let's do an episode instead of talking crap about my girlfriend. Okay. Um, Are we rolling? Yeah. Hey, man. Have you ever heard of the Ash Street Shootout? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. The Ash Street. Ash Street Shootout. Okay. No. Have you? You're Googling it right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking it up. <laughs> looking it up. Make sure I get this right. <laughs> so, Ash Street is a road in a neighborhood in Tacoma. Uh, it's Tacoma's hilltop neighborhood is what it's called. Okay. Um, and so in uh, the 80s, the 80s can be remembered for a few things. Um, uh, let's, I hate let's, when you get in storyteller mode where you go. So in the 80s, <laughs> the 80s can be like you switch. <laughs> you start a sentence and you go, no, I'm going to add more flair to this. <laughs> the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something takes over. You look like a used car salesman. <laughs> a bad can, one at that. We can get you in the 80s by this night. Tonight. That's why you never sold any cars. <laughs> Tonight, this night, we scare them. We don't hurt them. <laughs> I would help you, but you did not pay me. So. <laughs> If you're choking, Idiot. you didn't. You, you didn't, didn't pay, pay me. for it. One guy standing out of the sunroof. He's like, "It's the Crips." <laughs> oh dang it! This is gonna be a really good joke if I can pull it off. Hold on. Things I learned last night. Uh, so the 80s can be remembered for a few things. One. Uh, uh, a crazy world where kids could just go anywhere at any point at any for any reason on the yeah. bike and nobody said that was a bad kids idea. Kids were allowed to wander. Yeah, they wandered all over you the just place. Let your kids loose in the neighborhood. Uh, the other thing that the A's were known for is the crack epidemic. <laughs> and then the other thing was that ET video game that they buried. Yeah, uh, those are the three things. If, if you know nothing about the 80s, those are the three things you need to know. Yeah, uh, this loose story. children. <laughs> Crack cocaine, <laughs> buried video games. <laughs> this story focuses almost entirely on that middle one, the crack epidemic. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's 1989, uh, Tacoma, Washington, yeah, suburb of Seattle, uh, yeah. and in, at this point in uh, the the 80s, a lot of uh, individuals from California and Las Vegas, and a lot of like South. Western uh, cities okay. were moving along the northern corridor to other cities. Partially There's a migration because- happening from people <clears throat> moving from California, moving up. 
Yeah, they were moving up. Yeah, um, they weren't moving up in the world. They were just moving up in the in the world. Uh, <laughs> they was moving up on the map. Yeah, you know? moving up on the map. Uh, so a lot of them. You ever met a person who thinks the north is up? You know, like when you're a kid and you don't yeah. understand how map how maps work. Yeah, and so you go north is that way. Well, I mean, it is. If that's the like, if that's the if that's the uh, the way you see the world, it's up. What did you just say? But if you look at it upside down, then it's down. Because here's the thing: the Earth is this flat object floating through space. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I, was gonna, uh, I knew you were going to get there. It's the round object floating through space, and so I mean, depending on which way you're looking at it from space. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. What? What? No, I mean like whenever you're a kid and you think that up is north, like north is that way. Oh, above your head. Yeah. What do you oh. idiot? What do you think? I'm, okay. Well, I'm thinking if you're looking at the earth. Yeah, my English teacher, is, my English teacher in high school had a map that was upside down. Oh yeah, but it wasn't upside down. She kept saying, you know, you'd be like, oh, your maps upside down. She goes, it's not upside down. It's and a different go, perspective. It really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and the way that she explained it was uh, the reason that you know Europe and North America <clears throat> are on the top of the map is because that's where the we see ourselves. Well, that's we see where, ourselves you know, the top. The explorers were all from those places mm-hmm. that mapped out the world. Yeah, and had they been from, then it would have been that way. Yeah, which is very peculiar if you think about it. It is. Yeah, it Anyways, was a cool map. I liked it. So know? this is what I was happening. A bunch of uh, people from LA were traveling up to Washington and they were drawing their maps upside or down, down <laughs> to Washington. <laughs> yeah, they were going down to Washington. They drew their maps upside down. And they said we came up from up in LA. Um, <laughs> it's so hard to flip the language. We go ahead. We came up from up in LA. <laughs> Um, because because a couple of reasons uh, yeah. prices were beginning to rise in LA sure uh, and cities like in that southwest area um, also uh, the crack epidemic was getting very very bad in yeah. those cities so a lot of people were migrating northerly um, including did you drink a bang <laughs> today what is happening no uh, we just didn't do an episode just last week no, I think northerly. I think as we did do okay, you know what your so, face looks like your face looks like that guy from X or not X from uh, uh, men X in Factor. black no oh. men in black yeah uh, that gets overtaken by the alien and he's like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. as you're like they moved up to upward. <laughs> you know? so they moved up to Tacoma um, including uh, the Crips and so the oh, Crips, so now they got gang activity in Tacoma yeah they're up in Tacoma moving crack cocaine. Okay. Um, as was the norm in that era of the world uh, history. Uh, and so <laughs> Ash Street in the Hilltop neighborhood yeah. was one of the most uh, overrun neighborhoods for gang activity, specifically okay. Crip gang activity in Tacoma, Washington. And it had become such a big issue that the police uh, stopped responding to calls. Um, what they said is it was uh, the common phrase that they were used was over the hood or over the radio, um, and so they stopped responding to what does over. That mean? So they stopped responding to over the radio calls and said it was just over the hood calls. Meaning, if they didn't physically see it happening, 
they didn't respond to it because they didn't have time. They were too busy responding to the stuff that they were watching in front of them. Oh, um, and so people were calling nine one one, and the police just weren't showing up because they were like, "We can't see it. We're we're doing this other yeah. thing that we're looking at." Yeah, right our, eyes, our eyes are closed right now. <laughs> yeah, we can't see that. The, who, who? What street is it? Come to the address. Oh, they paid us not to come. Uh, <laughs> okay, but this is the thing, though, is that so my parents' house is out in the country, and you know that they have to pay the fire department. $75 like a year or whatever. Yeah, it might be more than that it might be a hundred dollars a year. Yeah, that makes and sense to me. Why? Because I mean if I <laughs> if I don't want my house to be covered by the fire department, I should have the option to not pay for it. Now, obviously I'm going to choose to pay for that in most scenarios. So you want you want an a la carte tax system is what you're saying. Yeah, because I'm saying the thing, I don't have kids. Why do I got to pay for other people's kids to go to school? I if I don't have a home, if I'm homeless, why do I gotta pay for wow. the fire department? You just threw out the most easy, like the basic libertarian talking point <laughs> of public school education, and then you started going just sideways bonkers. I'm trying to tell you <laughs> that if if they don't yeah. pay that, yeah. the fire department shows up and protects the neighbors' houses that have paid and mm-hmm. just lets their house burn. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, no, no! You shouldn't agree. That's bad. <laughs> I think that's wrong. Great. I why think it would makes that makes a lot of sense? Why would in what world does it exist where a fire department shows up with the tools to put the fire out and they just go, "Yeah, you didn't pay us though." So, I think that makes perfect sense. I genuinely, I think that I think they should. Do save, you want us to add this out? Because you look like a monster right now. <laughs> I think I'm they should save anybody in the in the building, but I think if I choose not to pay for fire protection. I think that's my choice. So I'm saying that even if you let's say let's say you lapsed, right? You yeah. for, you just forgot to pay. It. You missed the payment. Like you you've done several times with your trash cans. Yeah. And then your house catches on fire. Yeah. There, you can't just pay them to do it. Yeah. Like you can't be like, "Okay, let me pay the $100. Please put them, like they'll just let your house burn." Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer, man. <laughs> I uh, here's the thing, man. I think it's. I think that it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. I know you don't understand that, but to me, it makes sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I'm your landlord, <laughs> your uh, your life's gonna be pretty difficult. Then there's gonna be a lot of stuff that makes sense to me. <laughs> a lot of stuff I cannot believe you're saying this right now. I'm genuinely like a little like, uh, hey, let's okay, let's talk about that off podcast. Then <laughs> yeah. hey, you got some bad opinions, man. Yeah, that's fine. We're all entitled to a couple of bad opinions. Okay, go ahead with the, our story then. So the police are just like, all right, we don't have time. Yeah. Like we don't have the resources to deal with every call that's coming in. They're not. They're not responding to anything because they think, oh, I don't have. Like we don't. We're, we're not seeing it. We don't have the resources. And at the same time, like. It, it had become such a big deal that no matter what they did, like they couldn't, they couldn't keep up with this, right? Okay. Uh, because it was just too, yeah, it was too big of an issue. Well, um, in 1989, a uh, uh, an army ranger moved into the neighborhood, and his his reason for this, he he, he was like, I'm gonna clean up these streets. Well, it kind of, what, kind of, and so no way. Uh, his name is Staff Sergeant William Folk. Uh, he was stationed at a nearby army base. Uh, he was an army ranger. Uh, had served in. And he was like, "I'm gonna move in to clean up the streets." Yeah, he served in the war in Panama, um, and it wasn't like he moved in to clean up the streets, but he moved in betting that 
the the issues were going to go away soon and it was like an investment. So he got the house super cheap oh. and he was like eventually this neighborhood will clean up and all it'll appreciate in value. Well, he okay. moves in and it, that wasn't happening. <laughs> and so wanting to protect his investment, he was trying to help the local police in helping police the neighborhood. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. Uh, if you like our show, make sure to leave a podcast review in whatever platform you use, or if you're on YouTube, drop a comment. Uh, if you want to listen to another episode, my favorite right now is Jose Canseco. Uh, it's this guy in the MLB who really brought steroids mainstream for the sport and did a lot of other just absolutely insane stuff, and there might be a little bit of aliens in it. So check that episode out. It's one of my favorites, but thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver infused fabric and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-A. LN at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. So, to protect his investment, yeah, he so buys he, a super suit. No, he doesn't buy a super suit. Uh, this is Seattle, but he's he, out in his he, he, he what he did is street he property, went, and he he's bought, like, I am here to vigilante this street. <laughs> he bought a bunch of cameras and installed them all over his house like the watcher guy should have done. Yeah, um, and so he puts all these cameras out watching the neighborhood and then he starts f- sending that footage to the police whenever he sees drug deals happen. <laughs> he's like, do you guys? Oh, come on. And he's so he's like, snitch. hey, look, he's like, he's like, there's there's our drug dealers. He's like, hey, look at that. Get those drug dealers you and the police are like, cool. The thanks for like, that well, video. I guess we can see that now. They're like, well, that guy paid us to not do anything so we can't yeah. respond to yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that guy doesn't. Well, that house doesn't pay for police protection. <laughs> so um, well, it word got out that this guy is taking videos of yeah, all that's the what crit- saying, drug dealers. Um, and so that he became like a target for them. What an idiot. <clears throat> and so he had a couple in uh, interactions with the Crips um, that were uh, heated arguments, but not like nothing violent ever came from them. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Let's say that you move into a neighborhood where established crime is happening, right? And we did a whole episode about uh, Freeway Rick Ross. Like mm-hmm. these drug empires are not just like 
little street dealers just you know mm-hmm. hey like this is a full blown. These are big operations. Yeah, if you mess with that stuff, <coughs> that's a problem. Yeah, so you move into their neighborhood and then you start putting up cameras to snitch the police. So in my mind, I go that guy deserves yeah. to get beat up. Yeah, not probably not killed, but he deserves to get punched up. But it's like bit. what are you doing? Like what else do you what what other thing? what outcome do you expect? Right, that's what yeah, I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah. Like you think the police are going to come well, in and clear out the rest of the neighborhood and make think, everyone move out? I think the outcome he expects is he's an army ranger and so he thinks he can take the Crips. Um, Bro, which probably he probably can. Uh, you think he, so? Yeah, you think this guy's Jason Bourne. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. The Crips, they're they don't have any training. They just have a bunch of 22s. You don't know that. <laughs> 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 you don't know if they got a boot camp. <laughs> I can picture. Have you seen the movie Jarhead? No. You haven't seen Jarhead? Mm. It's kind of boring. It's not a great movie. That's why I never watched it. <laughs> um, it's boring, like Hottie Bumbalati. <laughs> he uh, couldn't pay me to watch that movie. Uh, well, first of all, Hottie Bumbalati is a great movie. Um, anyways, so. Uh, it's a it's a kind of boring movie, but the majority of it is about boot camp, um, and it ends up being like a guy snaps in boot camp, and it's like sorry spoilers. Um, <laughs> but anyways, how old's the movie? Uh, probably like two thousand two. Yeah, I don't I don't feel bad about spoilers. <laughs> it came out twenty years ago. <laughs> if you wanted to watch it, you probably would have seen it by now. Um, so I'm I'm picturing a a jarhead, but it's the Crips boot camp. Yeah, and that's that's like your stereotypical movie where you see all of the like you see all the, I'm picturing the drill Cadet sergeant Kelly from <laughs> Disney Channel and <laughs> you know yeah, all right. I would help you, but you did not pay me. So <laughs> if you're choking, Idiot. you didn't you, you didn't, didn't pay, pay me for it. So yeah, well, you see I, how bad that I idea chose is? not to pay for it. It's uh, my you choice. You see how bad that idea is. I think if I want to not pay for it, I have the yeah, option. What if you don't decline. have the ability to pay for it, Tim? Yeah, well, you, I think if you <laughs> don't have the ability to pay for it, then you have to. <laughs> then you have no choice, but if you have the ability to make the choice, then you should have the ability to make the choice. <laughs> Are you cutting that out? No, he's leaving that in. <laughs> I saw him taking notes. I thought he was cutting that no, out. No, he had a sound issue. Oh, okay. So, uh, Falk, uh, thinking he could take on the entire Crip organization, at least in that neighborhood. Yeah, he's 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 filming them. He's having arguments with them, um, and then one day it all kind of culminates where he threw this barbecue. Um, and he threw a barbecue. Yeah, it, it's just a friendly neighborhood barbecue, um, and he's just living in this neighborhood. This isn't like an investment property. This is he lives there. Well, he lives there, but he bought it as an investment. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. like he probably would have bought it somewhere else, but he's like, oh, I could buy this house way cheaper, but I mean like he didn't it buy it and wait for it to <laughs> increase in value. He lived there. Yeah, he lived there. Okay, he lived there. Well, he also lived on base, so whenever he wasn't on base, he was at this. Okay, right. Um, uh, so he uh, he throws this barbecue and uh, in the middle of the barbecue uh, some has he got military buddies over. Yeah, he's got all of his his buddies over which are most likely all military people. Uh, yeah, because like you know those are the people he knows. Right. So he's and you're not allowed this. to make friends outside of it. It's part <laughs> so of the rules. He's doing this barbecue and during the barbecue uh, a car rolls by 
uh, and it's the Crips. Uh, and <laughs> why is that funny to you? Just because we all knew that. It's just the idea that they roll the window down and they go, it's the Crips. <laughs> it's one guy standing out of the sunroof. He's like, it's the Crips. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I mean, we could all deduce from the story you're telling that it was the, it made it sound it's like the they, cr- it made it sound like they announced their arrival. But it's like a roll down window that takes some time. It's like, <laughs> it's the grips. They got the horn that's like, yeah, that's how you made it sound. <laughs> it's the grip, Sergeant Folk. <laughs> uh, so the guy comes by and he does the little like handgun thing where he's like, I'm shooting you. Like, but it's just your hand, you know, like your right. finger and your it's thumb. A threat. And so uh, Sergeant Folk doesn't take kindly to that. So he starts yelling at the guys. And the guys are like, <clears throat> You don't know who you're messing with. And he's like, You don't know who you're messing with. And, <laughs> and so then the, they're like, All right, we'll see you later tonight. And he's like, we'll see you later this night. (laughs) 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 So like, we'll see you later tonight. It's the Crips. We'll see you later this (laughs) night. And they talk like Dracula for some reason. They roll their window up. (laughs) It's like stuck. It's a broken window. (laughs) The guy grabs it with his hands, pulls the rest away. (laughs) We'll see you later this night. But he can't, he's got to have a little room for his fingers at the top, and then he cuts the other side and tries to palm it. <laughs> yeah, if you've never been poor, like we have, right? Like we know how to roll. You, your car is still like this. Yeah. But yeah. like your when you when your window doesn't work, you, you, you push just hope your hands. that your fingertips grab enough grip yeah. on there, and the fake uh fake tint is, is peeling, peeling off. off. Yeah, <laughs> blows in the wind. Yep. 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 Um. Anyways, so they kind of have this. So this, they were like, "Hey, tonight." They're like, "We'll see you tonight." And yeah. he, and then he goes back to the barbecue, and he's like, "He's like, hey, everybody, go get your guns and come back." And so all of his army ranger buddies go get their guns, and he basically makes this strategy. And he's a sergeant, so he builds this strategy and has everybody positioned at different posts throughout his property. Uh, and he tells them, he says, "Hey, look, <clears throat> don't kill anybody." He said, "Just suppressive fire. Show them that." We're better than them at this. <laughs> it's like literally what he says, uh, and so then they shut out all the lights on the property, and they all just take them to their posts and they just wait. Uh, and then late in the evening, Levin. This is what every person who like is a huge like you who watches the, Home Alone. Yeah, but like <laughs> the people who make the Second Amendment their identity. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like. My dad, we we shoot guns. I'm not any kind of like anti-gun person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, like the people who like that's yeah. their that is their identity. Yeah, and they yeah. like you. Know, the people who have like their uh, their kitchen, the spatula is shaped like a assault rifle. You know, like just <laughs> yeah, weird yeah, 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 weird yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. This is their fantasy. Yeah, they yeah. believe that people are going to come storm their house. Yeah, and, uh, in and their, then they're going to in their it. mind, they're like, yeah, my house going to be dark. <clears throat> like they've got like some weird plans. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and they're gonna defend it and win. Um, right. This is like their fantasy. Yeah. But like these dudes are army rangers. So yeah. It's so like, like and they they're actually like they've like, they've got actual combat. They experience. got like a real like, chance at this. Like they they got a real really shot. Are. <laughs> 
So uh, later that evening at like 11 a.m. midnight. Enough that like they're that. like, hey, guys, we could really hurt these dudes. Let's take it easy. <laughs> yeah, don't hurt them. Yeah. Just scare them. Hey, thank you again for listening to this episode. Making sure that you don't miss one in the future. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, whether that be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. You'll get an alert when we drop a new episode. And if you want more, if you want something a week early, you want to be part of our Discord, more access to us as creators, uh, you can support this show on Patreon. It helps us go a long way. Nothing that we're doing is possible without our Patreon supporters. If you want more information about that, please text Tillin to 66866. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, so later that evening, um, a car What's pulls funny up. is that in the car after he'd finally got the window up, he was like, all right, guys, because that's how he talked. You know, it's like tonight, this night, we scare them. We don't hurt them. We scare them in my mind. This is how they sound. You know, they drive off and they he makes the horn planned. sound with his mouth. They both planned on not hurting each other. <laughs> So the that same car comes back down to the end of the block, pulls up, that turns night. its lights off. Yeah. Other end of the block, another car pulls up, turns its lights off. Back behind the house, another car comes up, pull, turns its lights off, and then <clears throat> one of them from one of the cars just pops off a couple shots from a small c- caliber handgun, mm-hmm. um, and then <laughs> the Rangers just lit them up, like from all sides, just unloaded on them, and so all the people in the cars like fell out of the cars ran around like we're taking cover behind the cars and like the Rangers are in every every single window in the house every direction <clears throat> just peppering all these gangsters that we're expecting to just come honestly probably just do a drive by and get out of scare there them. Yeah, <laughs> they were like we were just gonna scare you. <laughs> we were gonna shoot your cameras we gonna, out. Yeah, we we're gonna shoot your cameras and leave and be like hey, you're scared and now. Be like, huh. and now <laughs> These guys are coming out with like literal military, like a great assault. Is rifles. that guy? It was. Oh dang it! This is gonna be a really good joke if I can pull it off. Hold on. Oh, I can't remember. What's the suit called? What the suit that Alex Jones wore into the uh, the place? Oh, the Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Place? What's the suit called? Where they're oh. in like where they like, they're disguised as the tree and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, the ghillie suit. Ghillie. That's right. Is, yeah. that, is that guy in a ghillie is suit? Is that guy in a ghillie suit? <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, we. This is not this serious, man. <laughs> yeah. So they're they've got military grade hardware. Like. Yeah. Um, a literal assault rifle. They call well. in one of their tank buddies who runs around <laughs> the corner. Turn its lights off, right? <laughs> <laughs> Overhead. Don't worry, guys. It turned the lights off. They can't see me. Overhead, you just hear. <laughs> and you're like, hold on. Maybe we didn't know. Maybe we, we didn't. He's right. We didn't know. But then the Rangers are like, we didn't call that helicopter. Maybe a, we didn't know who we were messing it's with. It's a cryptopter. <laughs> Can you say that? I don't know. <laughs> out of the helicopter, there's a guy leaning out the back. It's the crypt. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, so they lit, but they did they did they start killing them? Like you mean they lit them up? Like they just Yeah, so so they were doing suppressive fire. So they weren't actually hitting okay, them. Okay, okay. They were just firing over their heads, firing sure. at their cover, um, and making sure that it was like you can't move because you're getting shot at, but you're not getting physically shot. Okay. Um <clears throat> 
and it stayed this way for a while um, about 10 minutes of exchanging fire of them just kind of suppressing them um, until one guy decided to like go Rambo and he thought I'm just going to the Rangers. No, one of the Crips. Okay. He thought I'm just going to storm the building, which why (laughs) in any scenario where you're shooting at this house where there's like 19 different windows that people are shooting back at you out of where you would think I'm just going to run storm the door. So all the Rangers are in the house. Yeah, they're in the house, but there's not they're not like in in windows and stuff. They're not like throughout the neighborhood. No, 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 no. They're all shooting. They're all in the house. house. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, so they have different positions in different windows like the attic second floor first floor stuff like that. So they're all over the place. Sure. So this guy uh, decides to just storm the front door while one of the guys is like, well, we can't let him just get in here. So they they caught him in the leg. Um, and then so then he just sprays the building a whole bunch and runs back. Uh, but that was the only confirmed hit of this whole event was this guy who tried to storm the building. <clears throat> okay. Meanwhile, one of the neighbors is laying down in her kitchen being like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> she calls the cops and the and cops are the like, cops are like we can't, we see, can't it. see it. So <laughs> I mean, um, I, no, ma'am. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you're scared right now, and I would love to empathize with you, but we can't be there because there's a lot of other stuff going on. No, no, no. I know. No, I understand. It sounds intense. I'm sure we'll see the video tomorrow from that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll send it to sure, us. Yeah, I'm so. sure he'll send it. I'm sure he'll send it over. Um, well, the police ended up responding, uh, and so when they came down to the end of the block, the guy just full speed, the cop full speed, sirens on, and everything, just driving down the block. And he gets he gets there, and there's all these shots everywhere. And it, and in the police report, he got there. He was by himself. He got there, hit there. There's one in guy listening to the radio who's like, you know what? Tonight, tonight, we are going to go check on this. Yeah, tonight it's over the radio, not yeah, over the hood. That's right. <laughs> and so he just so goes one in there. guy solo shows solo. up to a clearly like the ladies being like, there's yeah. a ton of gunfire. Yeah. There's at least like, 20 to 30 people exchanging gunfire on our street. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go I've check got that it. out. Yeah, and so he sirens blaring full speed down this block gets to where the gunfire is and it, and then the police report he threw it in reverse and just backed the heck out of there. He <laughs> like, got no, there no, and then no. was like, oh, no, and so he backed yeah. away, but him just pulling down the block was enough to scare away the majority of the Crips, so they all booked it started running. Okay. Um, <clears throat> eventually backup arrived and they were able to track down one of the gang members. Uh, yeah, the one with a limp. <laughs> the one who Not got- hard to find him. <laughs> Everyone else is running fast. Hey, why are you limping? Like- <laughs> yeah, I got a weird limp. It's just a thing that happened. Uh, you so- know what they say? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> got to keep an eye out for people who limp. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, they arrested him uh, and he ended up getting like Two years in jail for some possession of. Are the Rangers not stuff. in trouble for this at all? Well, so what? Ha- here's what happens. So, um, ended up being a 30 minute shootout uh, that they were up there just exchanging gunfire. About 300 rounds were shot um, from both sides. Um, what did the house look like after? It's got to look like freaking Swiss cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, the police seize all the weapons from the Rangers for the investigation. They yeah. investigate. They end up giving it back to him. And the police say uh, you're defending yourself. It was self-defense. The army rangers checked into the case and they said, yeah, also self-defense. So they didn't get any. They didn't get trouble from the rangers. They didn't get in trouble from the police. Uh, the crypt that crypt did get arrested. The rest of them got away. As far as we know, 
no one other than that person who got tagged in the leg was injured in the event. Like not even, not even not the lady even next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real though. Like there's a yeah. real, there's a very like nobody even like that. tripped and fell and hurt themselves <laughs> that we know of. Yeah, yeah. There was well, there was one of the one of the Rangers was by a window that got shot out and he got cut by some glass. Okay, um, that like some straight glass. But other, other than that, there was no serious injuries reported. Um, that being said, some people think that when they scattered, they ran to out of town hospitals where they got treated so that uh, way they maybe. couldn't be connected to the event. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of guys showing up at the hospital being like, yeah, I'm gun wound. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. From is it from the same thing that, that guy's that, from? Yeah. Is it from that big gunfight over in the hilltop guy. neighborhood? Yeah, we heard that over the radio. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> the guy laying there getting treated is like it's the cribs. <laughs> <laughs> Not very good at hiding it. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Uh, yeah, so uh, here's the thing. This moment was a turning point in policing in the Seattle metro area because the police were like, hey, if we don't, you know, do our jobs, then people like this guy are going to try to do it for us and they might not be as well trained as him. Uh, and it That's might exactly not go what I'm as saying. well as That's this. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. And so the police were like, we need to actually, you know, it's not going to go well. Yeah, we need to do a better job at helping protect these neighbors because as soon as the police show up one guy is enough to scare off some you know some yeah. of this gunfight. Yeah, because because I mean they presume that was 15 ish Crip gang members that were on site for that and they all ran when they saw one cop right, but when they got shot at by 12 army rangers, they stayed there and kept shooting back at them, um, which is really interesting when you think about it um, because at the end of the day the army rangers are better trained in combat scenarios than a police officer would be. Uh, right, so they should be more scared of them, but they weren't. Well, uh, I don't. I mean, I don't think that they were out the window, been like, it's the Rangers. <laughs> you know, I don't think. Again, you're thinking like, like that guy opened the window and was like, Ranger time. You know, go go Army Rangers. Yeah, and they weren't like, you know, they weren't rolling up to the street, being like, huh? Well, oh no, we didn't know who we were messing with. <laughs> uh, they really didn't though. That's the whole thing is that they didn't know who they were messing with. And so this changed a trend that for a long time in the eighties, uh, there was this trend of what was called community or neighborhood policing. And the idea right. was that if you were a cop, your job was to get out of your car and get to know people in the community and your presence and relationship with people was going to turn the neighborhood around. Um, but that didn't work. The people just kind of it created dirty cops. Um, and so the cops would turn a blind eye to a lot of their friends because now they had friends with people who right. were criminals. Um, <clears throat> this changed that trend and made it to where, oh, hey, your job is to you know protect the neighborhood. Um, granted, it, it it didn't have the same effect that I think they anticipated, but it ended up helping really uh, turn the neighborhood. This neighborhood actually, coincidentally, is the safest neighborhood in the Seattle metro area now. Yeah. Um, because everybody knows, hey, if you do anything there, yeah, the Rangers, the Rangers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Army yeah, Rangers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it it sparked a major police reform, and it actually led to a major change in gang activity in the area as well. Yeah, um, because the gangs were like, we can't, we're not going back there. <laughs> yeah, and now that whole neighborhood is gentrified. So, <laughs> so anyways, so the sergeant didn't get in, in really any trouble. Um. Because so it was considered self-defense. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, the neighborhood did turn around and his investment. I mean, surely by now, especially in the Seattle Metro, it appreciated quite a bit. So he made technically speaking. He made a lot of money off. of So this. he still lives there. Does he really though? Mm-hmm. Still got the cameras and everything. Never <laughs> fixed the bullet holes. <laughs> you know, if he would, I think his investment would go up. Uh, <laughs> so the response to this is the response that I want someone to have toward the watcher. Yeah, is <laughs> wait. Okay, so you're saying I'm saying you're saying you want the watcher to say hey, uh, I set up a bunch of cameras. You don't know who you're messing with. We're going to shoot. No, no, no. I don't want the watcher to say that. I want the person who lives in the house to yeah. say that to the watcher. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, I would yeah, put yeah. a letter in the mailbox and say, if you haven't listened to like the watcher episode, it's it's Spooky. worth it. But yeah, that's the response that I want is someone to be like, I'm going to protect this house. Yeah, with 19 Rangers. Actually, at my, at my apartment, thing. I've got two Rangers sitting in. You know, we're watching <laughs> at TV. all times. Yeah, just protecting your home. I think right now they're watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is pretty. <laughs> It's like our brand for them or whatever, but <laughs> yeah, I've got like four things I let them watch. Yeah, dude, the last the last guy was like watching New Girl all the time, and I was like, <laughs> I, was like I don't trust you. To defend I don't me. think you're gonna defend this house. Yeah, you know? yeah. So we we fired him, hired some. But guys. if someone broke into my my neighbors upstairs, yeah, uh, I wouldn't uh, let my Rangers uh, <laughs> stop them, you know, because like they didn't pay. They for didn't that. pay for the Rangers. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. They you gotta pay. You gotta pay the Rangers. Pay the Ranger or get ranged. <laughs> yeah, that made sense. Anyways, that's the shootout of Ash Street, uh, 1989, Tacoma, Washington. Uh, pretty crazy story. I was setting that up so you could come up with a fiddle off, but you oh, didn't. I thought you were gonna do it. <clears throat> All right, we'll fiddle it off then. Things I Learned Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media, produced by Christian Taylor, audio by Alex Garnett, video by Connor Betts, our graphics and our logo by Caleb Goldberg, and our social media is run by Caleb Walker. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Follow us on your favorite social media platform at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Remember to tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Things I Learned Last Night.